0: This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with two full-blown kids. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life.
1: Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, where are you? I'm hiding! Plus, Biz is living the impossible dream. Teresa is tired. And we talked to comedian Jessica Delfino.
0: Woo! How are you, Teresa? So tired. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. So, okay, over the weekend. Everyone's gonna hate me for saying this, but Jesse and I went out two nights in a row. That's great. It was. I don't hate you. It was not on purpose. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired because I went out dating. You went out dating. (laughs) (laughs) I went out and had fun. No, I. It was just like a weird thing. Like our we hadn't seen our kids hadn't seen their like original babysitter from like who we had for like seven years. Like they hadn't seen her in like six weeks, and it was just like every they just like miss her. Yeah. So it was, like, the one night she could do it was Saturday night, but then we had something to that we had to go to on Friday night. So we had our new babysitter.
1: Nice. <laughs> night we were gone
0: two nights in a row. And it was all fine, but, like, <laughs> everybody was totally out of whack. Oh, like, yeah. Like, really. Like, uh, not me. I was fine. <laughs> everybody was just, like, disoriented and not sleeping well. Uh. And then, like, Curtis had gotten, like, Horrible mosquito bites on Friday at school. Like, I don't know why, but he came home with all these bug bites. And he was up in the night, like, it was one of the... So I came home really late, too late. Yeah. Was gonna just crash. Yeah. Didn't get to crash. No. I was up every hour with him. Yeah. Every hour crying, and he needed me to, like, put the hydrocortisone on there and whatever. Yeah. And it was like torture. Like every time yeah. I put him back to bed, I'd be like, okay, I'm done. And then an hour later, like, no, oh. this can't be, you know. Yeah. And then um, it is. Oscar was up <laughs> twice in the night that night. Grace was up early. I mean, it was the full, oh, whatever, yeah. sack of bananas. The circus the has come us. The bananas. full sack of bananas. <laughs> the Costco size sack. Bulk Bananas. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so I'm still, that was two nights ago. I'm still recovering mm. from that today.
1: You should have known that was coming. I know. Because you did something nice for yourself. I should
0: have, yes. The scales
1: needed to be balanced.
0: I know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's punishment. It's punishment it for is. thinking I could do stuff.
1: Lesson learned. Yep.
0: Never again. How are you?
1: i'm I'm tired I'm definitely living in the land of impossible and we talk about like things just aren't possible and and sometimes we like yell and rant about it on the show we're like mm. how does anybody get anything done yes and I was like oh I'm here floating and impossible mm. as if it was like jello right mm. like if I so Friday was so like strangely impossible and I did all this stuff I Texted Teresa like at ten forty and was mm-hmm. like, "It's only ten forty, but like, let me just see if I can recap it really quickly." Yeah, I knew that Friday, Katie Bell was going on this little walk to the school farm, and she really wanted me to go. Mm-hmm. She started crying when I said I couldn't, so I had to move my therapy appointment to later wow. that day. Okay, also. They're like the school has like a little group meeting every week. So you can come and see all the kids sing songs and stuff, whatever. But this is important to Ellis that I come to that. Mm -hmm. So we pull up Friday morning and get some sort of miracle parking space that is right in front of the school. Great. So I'm thinking that's good because I'm here for two hours, right? That's great. We go in. Ellis has forgotten his lunchbox. Uh So I now
0: have... I
1: go and ask Katie Bell's teacher, when do you guys start walking over to the farm? 9.15. Ellis won't let me leave until he's- His
0: lunchbox is at home? Oh, my.
1: I thought you meant the car. I did, too, until we went lucked. And then, so it's, Ellis walks into his classroom at 8.45, and that is the soonest I'm able to leave. So at 8.45, I race to the car, go all the way back home, get the lunchbox, get back, and it's like 9.16. So they, Katie Bell's class should be coming out, yeah. right? I get another amazing parking space. I then get the lunchbox delivered, and then I go outside and sit to wait for these kids to come out. Mm-hmm. Five minutes pass. There are still no kids. So I go in and I say, where's Katie Bell's class? Oh, they left forever ago. What? So now I have to get in the car and drive, drive over there. to where they are, because right. otherwise Cause we otherwise... lose a ton of time. Right. I get over there. I find parking there. Yeah, they've left at 9. The Weird. teacher's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. So then I've got to, like, walk around Texting? the fucking anyway, farm. Yeah. Then uh, Katie was like, walk back with me. I'm like, I'm not walking back with you because and I have I to have drive. To, then I'd have yeah. to, like, walk again. Yeah. So I'll see you back at the school. So I have to drive back. Oh, my God. Park. And then. I
0: hate all of this And then, so like, much.
1: I still have to, like. Go in to do a thing right. real quick. But now I've got like 30 minutes till the so meeting. The I've had yeah. no coffee. So I drive to get coffee. Uh-huh. I come back, another reasonable parking space. I do that. Then I have to go to therapy, which I'm now going to be out at one o'clock. And I just, I got to pick up Ella's. By right. like, I got to get a parking space by 2.30.
0: Right.
1: What am I doing during that time? Yeah. Eating Burger King in my car because I've had no food all day. Right. It was so exhausting. And then right. to add to like, that was like one of those days where I was like, this is like an, I can't, there's nothing else I can do today. Yeah. Besides drive around yeah. and be places for my children. Yeah. There's
0: nothing else I can and do. And that's like, sp- <laughs> It's like, I mean, I appreciate that like not every day is like this. And also that like you're an involved parent, so you're doing a great job. But it's like there's also this part of you that's a little bit like, this is a school day. Yeah. Like this is supposed to be one of the days where I'm not doing parent stuff. Yeah. And And instead somehow it's like even way harder and way worse than like if you just had the kids that day. Yeah, if I just had the kids. We would all be playing Legend of
1: Zelda. Yeah. And then in the last bit of Impossible News, Wednesday is the welcome back to school, like where you get to go in as a parent. You can't bring the kids. You go as a parent and you see the classrooms and you find out what they're going to learn. Like back to school night? Back to school night. Those are the words. Yeah. Stefan just left for Macau. That is great. Somewhere far away in it's China. It's an island. It's, right? an island. it's yeah. like the Vegas of China. Okay. So I have to do one of those things where I have to be in both classes at once. They don't have two periods? Nope. What? Yep. Oh, Which child God. do I love more? Which I think ties in nicely to what we're gonna talk about today, because all I'd really like to do is go and hide. <laughs> We kind of realized that this could be a fun topic based on a uh, genius call that we had recently. Mm-hmm. In which, during the call, the woman was talking about chocolate in her house. She's not a fan of chocolate, but somehow she's responsible for the chocolate, like hiding the chocolate because her mm-hmm. husband's like, hide this from me or I'm going to eat it all. And like, I have to hide it from the kids. And I started thinking, hiding, there's a lot of hiding in parenting. Yeah. Our entire holiday season is based on hiding ourselves in a bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of uh, explore hiding. And I guess I kind of want to go back and do the like when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Because my first thought right now is what do I hide from my kids? Mm -hmm. But then I realized, oh, I probably hid stuff from my parents as a kid. So I'm going to start with, though, do you remember like your parents hiding anything?
0: Well, like they must have. Yeah. <laughs> they were just good at it. Yeah. Like, I don't think, yeah. I think yeah. like, I mean, there was stuff that I got to that I wasn't supposed to. Like, I remember yeah. one time my cousin and I got the chewable like Flintstones vitamins. Oh, yeah. I just ate them all. And we like hid in this like cabinet <laughs> just eating them. Yeah. Do, 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 so, do. like that. poison in control? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Which I don't think ever ha- happened. Uh, 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 um, we're okay. Uh, My liver is healthy, I think. Um, is it the liver kidneys? I have no idea. I don't know what, what it does. They do. I don't know
1: what it they does. They make you strong like horse. <laughs>
0: I definitely remembered being threatened with getting my stomach pumped, but I don't remember any action being taken. (laughs) Anyways, so that's kind of like hiding. I also remember, like, I I definitely hid, like, food and candy a lot. Like, that was, like, the one. Because I remember... One time when I was, I must have been really young because I remember the house that we were living in. So I must have been like under seven. I think probably maybe like five or six. And I I got, my mom had bought a bag of those circus animal cookies, the the frosted ones, the pink and white ones with the sprinkles. So yummy. So So good. And I hid them in my closet and I was going in like. Just over and over. I mean I really must have been so little like I yeah. just kept going in and my mom like figured it out right away like well, what are you doing in yeah. there, and I guess I got in trouble. But
1: <laughs> now we're pumping your I, stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember my mom would hide like the good candy, uh-huh. <laughs> the good cookies, meaning yeah. the- What like, was that? That yeah. was like the Pepperidge Farm Milano's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those were yeah. not
0: the, Those are cookies. not to be wasted on children. No, those no.
1: are the good cookies. Yeah. And those, I just only would see them when she was sitting on the couch yeah. with the bag next to her. Yeah. <laughs> never, never saw them, like, in the wild right. anywhere. I mean, I was trying to think, like- They hid stuff, I guess, or they put stuff, like you said, they put stuff away. Right. But I found everything, Mm. because what do you do when you're left at home for the afternoon? Right. You go through all your parents' stuff, Uh uh, or at least I did. Yeah. And that's where I I I found, like, the, you know, like, the BB gun, or mama's jewelry, Mm. like, certain jewelry, right? Like, or we didn't have a lot of alcohol in the house. There was, Mm. like, a giant bottle of vodka that never got, like, smaller or bigger. That was just down with the cleaning supplies mm-hmm. <laughs> under the sink. Mm-hmm. I hid most things I think I hid from my siblings. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hid all my secrets from my parents. Right. But, like, you know, diaries, things. yeah, Diaries, <laughs> yeah, diaries were hidden. You know, like, a dirty picture. Like, I had a picture of my good friend's brother, Naked. Oh, my God, she She That's gave me so this picture funny, of, like, it was her older brother. Uh-huh. We were, like, in eighth grade or something, ninth grade. Yeah. And her older brother, it's like him sitting, it's like a Polaroid. It's a like full-on, like, yeah. Polaroid. And it's like him putting his, like, maybe taking a sock off or whatever, but he's, like, sitting on the bed. It's not the best. Yeah. But it's, there's a penis there. Wow. And so that was hidden, and I found it recently, like, in an old folder of mine, which is hilarious. It
0: is hilarious. Yeah, so that so was very nice. So you have this picture of this, like, what, tw- like, how old was <laughs>
1: Like eighteen year old, oh, yeah, no, year yeah,
0: year old. and they like it's gone now. I don't need <laughs> no, that anymore. No, I know. No, I know. It's just uh, funny. I know. Like, like it, it's funny to think yeah. back on like, oh yeah, like like my friend took naked <laughs> pictures of me when I was a teenager. Yeah, and like it's funny to think that those exist <laughs> in, in like somebody's I, folder. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to see them now. <laughs> I like, know. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't know if I have any naked photos, hmm. huh? That I'm aware of. If you're out there and you have a naked photo of Elizabeth, shred it.
1: Shred it. <laughs> All right. Do not put it on the internet. Also, I would hide things from my sister, like the remote control. <laughs> like yeah. If I wanted to be, if I oh, wanted yeah, to use smart. it, yeah, I would hide it. Yeah. So she wouldn't get
0: it first. Yeah. I don't remember... See, I wasn't that We smart. were very competitive I was not, in our house. Yeah, I was very... I was raised in a very, different like, house. different... <laughs> like, I was not... I was not raised to hustle. Yeah. I was not a hustler. That is, yeah. Do we, you know what yeah, I mean? No. Like, I just really... Yeah. Everything was pretty out in the open. <laughs> Everybody was supposed to, like, help each other and tell the Every- truth all the oh, time. Everything is secrets. In, and I also felt very responsible yeah. for being, like, the oldest sibling mm. and, like, taking care of the younger siblings yeah. and, like, teaching them things and setting a good example. Ah, so, feel... like, I feel like I <laughs> – like, not that I did that all the yeah. time. Like, my sister and I fought sometimes and stuff. Sure. But, like, I don't think I was smart enough to be, like – I'm gonna like
1: the need to manipulate was not
0: but, there, but also like my sister used to my sister and I had like a big blowout when we were teenagers because she would borrow my stuff mm-hmm. and then either mm-hmm. not give it back or like mess it up and return it. Like she borrowed right. like a pair of my shoes and went hiking in them and just like returned them muddy like, in my closet, super gross. <laughs> like as though as the end of she never been yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, but like. It never would have occurred to me to, like, hide my stuff from her. Yeah. Okay. To keep, do you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Like, I was mad that she did that, but I never would have been like, oh, this is my good blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I got to, like, keep this,
1: I don't know. Hidden somewhere. I
0: don't know. Yeah. I can remember.
1: There were lots of things, I think, that weren't mm-hmm. hidden. They just were in areas we weren't supposed yeah, right. to go. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, so that's, okay. Okay. Now... We're parents. Yes. Do you, like, let's start with us. Okay. Do we hide things? Mm. I was like, Stefan, do we hide things? (laughs) It's like, we have that box of, like... You know, our old sex box oh, that's, yeah. like, we got a, a lock on yeah. it that's, like, so hidden <laughs> and so far away,
0: oh. right, that we don't even open that box mine up. Mine is way <laughs> too accessible. Yeah, see, Mine, it's, I don't know why, I'm just, like, this, every time I see it, yeah. I'm, like, Ugh. this shouldn't be, be here. here. <laughs> it's too, it's gonna be yeah.
1: And ours is in, like, this beautiful, ornate box that anybody would want oh, to open. Oh, they'd open it. You'd be yeah, like, look it's like at a this treasure. beautiful box. Yeah. It is a treasure. <laughs> it's a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> One oh, day we will reopen. But that said... You know, there's an item or two in the bedside table. Sure. That I'm like, that's easily like Katie Bell has seen some stuff in the bedside table and I know she's gonna ask. Like she almost asked one day and I was like, I don't really wanna get into this right now. <laughs> I just I was like, I'm not like anti letting her know, yeah. but I'm also like Well, I've told her a lot about sex, but I'm not ready to talk about female pleasure. <laughs> But she's going to ask, and what am I going to, like, I, I'm going to tell her whatever she fucking wants to know. Mm-hmm. But I just am like, eh. Some things can be a mystery a little longer. Anywho, uh, I now have to hide my pocket knives. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, we've mm-hmm. already
1: learned that lesson. I do hide candy that I do not want children to ask me for. Me too. You know, yeah. yeah. I hide money mm-hmm. that I don't want them to just take yep i hide
0: their stuff yeah from um, them that's a i more than anything that's else. a really
1: good one because
0: it's like something that i'm like i'm i can't make the decision this quickly to yeah. like throw it away. Some some things I do throw away, but like something of theirs that's like really theirs yeah. that I really shouldn't just throw away. <laughs> but like I'm just so tired of seeing it yeah. out or like tripping over it or like the way that they play with it yeah. bothers me. So I don't yeah. want that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like I just there's little pockets of my house where I have shoved things. Like a little squirrel. Yeah.
1: A little chipmunk stowing it away for sanity. Yeah, Yeah, I hide a lot of that stuff just in the garbage. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's good. I that is have your kids ever busted you for hiding something?
0: No, but they have found the Mm. stuff and been like, My blood! Oh, yeah! (laughs) And they're all just like so delighted. And I'm like, like, Okay, cool. Great.
1: (laughs) Good finding. We found that. That's great. (laughs) Look over there. Where'd it go? I don't know. You must have lost it again. Okay. I remember as a child, thinking everything that I hid or did in a hidden manner made a great deal of sense. Mm. Now, as an adult, when I find my children have hidden something, I find it absurd and possibly pathological. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, we had this friend of Katie Bell's. They were like four. So it was Katie Bell and her friend, and we used to hang out with his parents, and they were over, you know, one afternoon for like a barbecue. And then Stefan and I were inside for a second, because usually everybody was outside. And we found this kid behind a closet door just like shoving candy bars in his oh mouth. Amazing. And I was like and it's not like we were like yeah. no one had said, as far as I'm aware, to this kid. You can't have candy bars, right? But it was like one of those things where I'm like, "What am I supposed to do? Is it like one of those? You find the kid hiding, and you just kind of put the door back where it was yeah, and keep you're just moving? Like, Let's just let this it's not. It I don't know. Is. Like. Yeah. But it also struck us as hilarious yeah, because hilarious. it was so surprising. Yeah.
0: We weren't expecting that. No. That day. And it's just like, it's funny because it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not advise. like he was like, smoking a joint yeah, or something. Exactly. Like, it's, he hadn't it's just like, yeah. candy bars. Like, it's that's just like so these... kind of, like, I innocent.
1: And... So, but there's a whole thing about kids uh-huh. hiding yeah. candy and eating yeah. it. We found... We kept finding these like starburst wrappers in Katie Bell's room. Uh And we were like, and she was probably like five or six. And we were like, Katie Bell, what's up with these? She's like, nothing. And then like later she came to us and she was like, grandpapa, my father, Uh king of the hustle, had given her a thing of starburst. and was like, here you go. Don't tell anybody. Oh, my God. And so she had had them under her pillow and then was, like, eating them at night. Yeah. And Steph and I were like, okay, two things. <laughs> One, you may have the Starburst. Yeah. Our problem is eating it after you've brushed teeth. Before yeah, birth. or
0: and how about not telling you? And not, like, well, this... yes, and not telling yeah. us.
1: Two. boop, yeah. boop, Grandparents? Yeah. Could you uh, yeah. not ask my children <laughs> to, keep <secrets. laughs> to keep secrets? That's like... A we big not do that anymore. We're really trying <laughs> yeah. to, like, not do the secret thing yeah. in that manner. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, Ellis will also just, like, hide shit. He'll just, like, take uh-huh. stuff of Katie. He went through a phase where he took stuff of Katie Bell's and then just hit it.
0: And then couldn't yeah. remember where any of that was. Oh, that's... That I was think, awful. I think my kids, the stuff that they hide... Well, actually, I don't think Oscar... Again, Oscar takes after his mother and does not... He's so trusting. He's, he's not thinking about uh, like hiding <laughs> something or getting ahead in life. He's just being Oscar. <laughs> right. And that's great. But Grace, she will hide stuff that she doesn't want to clean up. Oh, yes. That's <gasps> that's a big one oh, for, yeah. She's a child after my own. Yeah, heart. like but it's like it's but this is like the absurd territory of like it's dirty socks and oh. rather than putting them in the hamper, yeah. just hide them under the couch. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's a little like, squirrel. But it, it's, I, it's just like wherever I, I can get them out of sight so yeah. that I don't have to walk into the next room and put them in the hamper. Oh, my
1: gosh. That is what I used to. My parents were like, clean your room.
0: Yeah, I would just hide everything
1: hide under stuff. the bed. I mean, that is a form of cleaning. It's a form of hiding because my parents would come in and they'd pull up that like, yeah. you know, the bed skirt and be yeah. like, uh you're not coming out of this room till this is all put away. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think that started my love affair with hiding things in the trash can. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Goodbye. At least I don't have to look at it here. Yeah.
1: yeah. Katie Bell has started hi- hiding like her journal diary. Mm. So, you know, I know exactly where it uh, is. Good. Yeah. How much respect will you have for the hiding of things? <sighs> More than you? <laughs> <laughs> One Bad Mother is brought to you in part
0: by Care.com. Care.com is the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in your family when and where you need it. Biz and I both have premium memberships. What was amazing is typing in my zip code, I just found so many available sitters near my home. And with a premium membership, Care.com gives you the tools to access background checks, reference checks, qualifications, and certifications when you're searching for a potential caregiver. At Care.com, you can
1: find care for everyone in the family, whether it's child care, pet care, housekeepers, tutors, errand runners, and senior care. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit care.com slash mother when you subscribe. That's care.com slash mother for 30% off a premium membership. Attention! Wow, you mom are a genius. Oh my god, that's fucking genius.
0: Okay, this is one of those like momming up moments. Oh. So Jesse and Grace went away—not last weekend, but the weekend before—and they had lots of adventures. And there was like a big, like, thing where they, when they were getting to the airport to come home. They, like, got on a train that said it was going one place, but it was really going somewhere else, and they ended up on the other side of the bay, and they had to, like, do all this craziness to get to the airport on time, and they did... And they made it home, and Jesse, to, like, help Grace through that, like, insanity without her freaking out, promised her that he would, on Monday, come home and bring her ice cream, and they would have ice cream to, like, reward her. Because by the time they got home, it was going to be too late. Sure. And so she was all excited about that and, like, looking forward to it and blah, 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 blah. And then on Monday... Jesse had, like, a whole crazy thing happen at work and was, like, totally out of commission. Like, he was completely, like, I had, and I knew. I was aware. I knew what was going on with him. And I was just, like, as as it was, like, getting to be the point in the day where he would come home, I was yeah. just, like, I don't think there's any way that that's happening. Yeah. But, but we hadn't talked about it because we were busy dealing with other things. And Grace is, like, skipping around the house going, like, is daddy home yet? He's going to (laughs) bring me ice cream, like blah, 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 blah. I'm like all excited. And so I started mentally planning, what am I going to do if he comes home with no ice cream? And it just so happened that I had bought like grown up ice cream a couple nights before. And it's like salted peanut butter or something like something that like, I really like, but like, I don't think, and I'm like, well, you know, I don't know if daddy's gonna buy ice cream because we have ice cream. She's like, what kind is it? Is it chocolate? (laughs) You know, like immediately, like it's not, she can tell, she can see right through me. She knows. You know?
1: No secrets from grace. (laughs) no.
0: And, and and I'm like, oh, it's, uh, it's peanut butter, you know, like, and she's like, "Mm, no thanks. And I'm like, okay. So sure enough, Jesse comes home and he's like, He cannot even speak words to anyone. Like, he just walks. He's not available. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, instead of being one way about that, which I could have been. Could have easily been one way. I could have been one way. Instead, Uh I was another way. Oh, what way is that? (laughs) (laughs) That that way (laughs) was that I was like, okay, everybody, we're going to do... a a blind taste test of sweet treats and decide which one everybody wants. And of course, everybody was immediately compelled. And everybody came over and they sat down in the kitchen and I made them close their eyes. And of course, one of the things they tasted was the peanut butter ice cream. That's pretty much all I had to work with. I found an old It's It in the back of the freezer that had um, mint, mint ice cream in it. And I just hid, hid... Cutting it open behind yeah. the freezer and gave them little spoonfuls of that, and that was mint, the mint yeah. ice cream. And so they got to pick which one do they want. Wow! And Grace loved it, and she chose the mint, which was fine because I had like just barely enough for like a tiny. I was like, oh yeah. Kids don't, Kids only don't eat need. a tiny yeah. amount of ice cream. <laughs> so like, whatever. I it just like. Wor- I did oh. it, and like, they never figured out that it was an it's it. They never figured. Like, they never wow. figured out that like Jesse hadn't brought the stuff. I was yeah, like, and I made a big deal out of it. Like, let's all say thanks to Grace because it's because of her effort going to the <gasps> airport that we get to have this like special treat right now. And like, made it fest. I wow. mean, I just did it. I was you like, you know it. what. He can't do it right now. I'm going to do it. Good
1: yeah. job, Teresa. Thank you. That is a really, really good job. Thanks, Biz. Stefan and I celebrated our 11th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. And we could not go out. We could not get a sitter for when we wanted to go out. And so we remembered that we could make our own dinner. And put everybody to bed. Yeah. So we did, like, Ellis goes down around, like, 7.30. And Katie Bell, I just flat out said, Katie Bell, it's our anniversary. She's old enough to understand. Uh, your father and I are going to have a date night at home. We're going to cook our own food and, like, have wine and listen to nice music. And just, we. you're going to go to bed and read. Yes. And she was like, Got it. And like, <gasps> and when, I love it. And when we're about to sit down to eat, she's like, I'm only out here for one second because I need to set the mood. And she <laughs> played Taylor Swift's new song, Lover. Uh-huh. And then she like, enjoy. And she like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so, so darling. Cute. And we had like such a nice time. That's great. We really did. Good so, job. Thank you. Hi, this is Teresa. This is a genius.
2: Uh, last weekend our dryer stopped working and this week while I was heading home from work I remembered that that was a thing and stopped at the bank to get quarters assuming I was gonna have to go to the laundromat at some point. And tonight when my husband got home from work I told him that he could put our two toddlers down and I had already gotten the baby to sleep and I went to the laundromat and I spent about an hour reading a book and waiting for our laundry to get done. And now I'm home and all of my kids are asleep and I've dealt with that big issue that at some point we'll get to actually repairing the machine. But for now, I got a little break and was prepared enough to take that break and it was, it was very nice. So you're doing a great job. Thank you for the show. Thank you for, for letting me call in. Bye.
1: It's so great. Yeah. I, yeah, you're a genius. I'm so impressed. This could easily have fallen the other way, the oh, old, yeah. you know, Okay, now rant. I've got to go. Now. Yeah. But then I had to go yeah. to the laundromat. And then I came home and all the kids were awake. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was up
0: all night. Yeah. And it just was the a, stress of like, of, yeah, course, of course. Now course. I have to go out and drain. do this other thing. And As like, opposed
1: yeah. to, oh, I have to go to the yeah,
0: laundromat.
1: <laughs> all about switching that story. Yeah. Good So I love it. You're the happiest woman at the laundromat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Failures.
0: Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So for kindergarten, they have this system where you the kids drop off their snacks, their two snacks in two snack bins in the morning. So it's like out of their lunch already in the morning. Oh, kind of smart. Yeah. And so so when I'm making Oscar's lunch, I make a lunch and then I pick out two things to be a snack and I put his name on each of those things and those go in like a pocket in his backpack. So when he gets to school, he knows to deliver the snacks. And one of those snacks, team pouch, is go-go squeezes a Mm -hmm. lot of times. um, And I'm Sorry for using an actual brand name. They don't sponsor the show or anything, but that's just ha- that right. happens to be the one that we've been getting. But it's relevant to the story. Okay, so <laughs> so I was packing the snacks, and as I was packing Oscar's Go Go Squeeze for one of his snacks and going to write his name on it, I realized that it was like the last one, and we needed to get more. And so I went to write Go Go Squeezes on the. Shopping list. Yeah. And then when I was packing the snacks, I noticed that instead of writing Oscar's name on the pouch, I wrote Go Go, go, squeeze. go squeeze. Yeah, you did. <laughs> on the pouch. <laughs> did you? So here's Go Go Squeeze's snack for the day. I hope the teachers have a good time figuring, figuring out a... who that's for.
1: Did you write Oscar on the. Grocery list? (laughs) Gotta pick up some extra Oscars. Roll out Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The
0: full thing. Full thing. Wrote it all the way. Go, go, squeeze. to put it away. Yeah, Yeah. fully. Wrote it all the way out. Yep. Hey. Here we go. That's what this is. That's what I wrote that (laughs) on it so that people would know what it is. Up for
1: grabs. (laughs) Anybody can have this. Is there a go, go, squeeze here? (laughs) Anyone... Name Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze. <laughs> well, your brain doesn't work anymore. Nope. So congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So in the summer, we did a hot dog summer. Some of you may remember this was a little movie series in our backyard. Very laid back. Come with the kids. There's going to be hot dogs. Or, and you can bring stuff to grill. Very laid back and fun. Now, it's October, or almost October, and so we started Hot Dog Summer presents, obviously, Halloweeners. (laughs) We're going to show spooky movies in the back, and we're going to try and keep them a little kid-friendly. And we decided that we would start with the original 1958, The Blob, Mm -hmm. because it's absurd. Mm -hmm. It's a blob. Yeah. It's just a blob. It's a blob. It's a blob. And it's the 1958 version, so, like, it's...
0: Like, somebody so good squirting at being scary. yeah, through,
1: like, a miniature movie theater. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> we show the kid—oh, the movie, by the way, amazingly. Okay. That, but that's, like, a different podcast. Okay. Okay. But I showed the trailer to both kids. They're both like, yep. Ellis is like, yep. We get the movie going in the backyard, and I was wrong. It is a scary frivolous. And uh-huh. we got through like the first, the second person being like eaten by the blob. And he was like, I want to go to bed. And I said, okay. So we went in and I tucked him in and like, it's not real. Meteor blobs don't come from meteors, blah, blah, yeah. blah. He was up. Uh, uh, <sighs> until maybe 10.30, uh-huh. going like every little bit, waking up, yelling, and screaming. And then he was just mad because he couldn't get to sleep. Right. And the blob is no good. Hot hot dog summer, I guess, is over for me. I uh-huh. can't do Halloweeners. And I'm like, oh, my God, my heart is breaking. And uh, then around midnight, I woke up to him standing next to the bed.
0: Uh-huh. And I
1: was just like, get in the bed. Uh-huh. Get in. Yeah. And then that night was a wash for me. Yeah, I bet. So that was bad.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Trying to have a little fun. It happens. It does. Yeah. Oh, well. Hi, I'm calling with
2: the fail. I'm the mom who gave her 15 month old a brownie to walk around with because I didn't think the brownie could get into that many places. Well, clearly I was wrong. It's three days later, and my son is still coming to me with pieces of brownie. And I'm not talking crumbs. I'm just talking big pieces of brownie. I only gave him one, but I swear he's returned five brownies to me. I, I don't know where the brownies all came from, but clearly I'm doing something wrong in giving my kid a brownie. You're all doing a great job. Love the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see this. I, What I like about this is it clearly somebody has hidden some other brownies. Yeah. (laughs) I like that she's like, it's not crumbs. It's like whole brownies. Five brownies have come back. (laughs) Yeah. And there's probably more. Mm -hmm. I mean, do we know if the brownies that are coming back are from this batch of brownies? (laughs) Or are these like... Older brownies that may have yeah. been hidden for like a reason.
0: Yeah, and maybe when he, you made the new brownies, yeah. it reminded him about yeah. the old
1: ones that I, he'd stowed away. I got brownies everywhere. <laughs> I got brownies for days hidden in this house. Well, yeah. you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. You were wrong. <laughs> brownies can go everywhere.
0: Oh, it won't be fine.
1: It won't ever be okay again. <laughs>
0: Are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Michelin.
1: Da 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 da. You know the story. You're driving. Your kids are in the back seat, arguing over any and everything. <laughs> Possibly there's some punching. You turn around real quick to try and break it up, and when you look back at the road, there's suddenly a car inches away from your bumper. You slam on the brakes, hoping to stop in time. You want tires that perform well with every stop, and that's where Michelin comes in. You also want kids to stop fighting
0: over the armrest. <laughs> when worn Michelin Premier all-season tires, come to a complete stop. Some other worn tires are still traveling over 15 miles per hour. So next time when you're looking for new tires for the family car, consider Michelin Premier All-Season Tires. Michelin, performance every time. Hey, Teresa.
1: Let's call someone today. Today, we are calling Jessica Delfino, who is a longtime New York City comedian, musician, and writer. After having her son, she began freelance writing for Mommy Nearest, Mommy-ish, and wrote a weekly column for High Times for a year. You can also find her writings in The Atlantic, Self, Huffington Post, The New York Times, McSweeney's, and more— Welcome Jessica. Hooray. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Woo! That was such a great introduction. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, that's it. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> okay, see you later. Yeah, that's all. Let's start with who lives in your house. I can hear one. I can hear somebody else who lives in your house in the background. That's so
3: funny. I am completely alone right now, hiding under my bed. No one No, actually I'm I'm kidding. I'm I'm calling from my office right now. I got to break away. I assigned my husband to baby duty. I have a son and a cat and a husband. So that's who lives in my home.
1: How old is your baby? He just turned three. He ain't no baby baby. baby anymore. He's a toddler. He's toddling. He's toddling about. (laughs) More (laughs) important, how old is your cat? Oh, that is a good question. I think she's I think she's 11 this year. Oh, baby. Baby, what is your cat's name? I have to know. Her name (laughs) is Miss Puss. (gasps) Miss Puss. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Puss. Oh, very good. That's yeah. it. Goodbye. Now, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's you know Thanks for the call. Let's actually. I want to talk a little bit about comedy and parenting because the, strangely they're not a natural fit right off the bat. You were, no. you know, you did a lot of stand up, and that involves a lot of nighttime. Uh, people don't enjoy the stand up at two in the afternoon as much. Doesn't work as well, yeah. Doesn't work as well. And then you have a kid, I mean, even just with pregnancy, I was pregnant in New York with my first, and I remember just being like, I oh, have fucking goodbye comedy career. I have zero <laughs> desire in you anymore.
3: So true. I remember being um, a comedian in the city on the move, yeah. in all the spots, on the scene, and uh, and hearing that people, other comedians were pregnant and was like, yes. You know what I mean? One less person to have to worry about in this rat race.
1: Yeah, it
3: was it was like a relief, you know, almost because everyone knows that. What are you going to do? Bring your baby to the comedy show? I mean, it just doesn't usually. It's not like you say a natural fit.
1: Yeah. So, so, how was that transition for you? It was a little
3: rough, I have to admit. Yeah. I, uh, I fell into some hard PPD slash PPA. Pretty pretty rough face teeth first, if yeah. you will, right into a bucket of it. Um, you know, uh, I I wasn't expecting the kind of isolation that comes with. Uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. funny because be, being a stand-up, being a comedian is kind of a loner world in a way. You're alone a lot. You're writing a lot. You're you know alone writing. You're on stage oftentimes alone. I know that you know some people do sketch and com, you know yeah. work groups, but I, I was a loner. But then when I had a baby, I became even more of a loner, which was like I, I didn't know that that was possible that I could get more alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I already was kind of doing. But yeah, it was it was like me and babe all the time. And I was just like, wow, this is really, this is sincere. like, because the baby doesn't talk to you. You know no. what I mean? You, there's just it's a lot of silence. It's almost like being in solitary confinement. But then you also have to feed someone. Yeah. All the time. Well,
1: and like you were saying, the, you know, as a writer, or performer, you're used to like, Using that alone time definitely has a different feel than when there's suddenly a baby there. Because I, I remember learning this lesson of, like, okay, in New York, it's very easy to walk from one end of Manhattan to the other and not think mm-hmm. twice about how far you have walked. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I'm out walking, I'm getting from A to B. And then I go visit my parents in Alabama and, like, to get from their house to the Starbucks is probably really just a couple of New York City blocks. And I'm like, I am so fucking tired. Yeah, I am like, I this that. is not the <laughs> same walking. How is this not the same walking? And I feel like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I guess that's, you know, I think that is a surprise for people, though, like, oh, well, I'll still be home. I'll still be able to do all this writing, and then oh,
3: I was in a—I lived in a fantasy world. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to bring my baby with me and a carrier, and we're going to go on stage, and it's yeah. going to be great. I mean, I was like, I was in a—I was like a cuckoo, just like in another on another planet, <laughs> and and when, Then I, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I I'm not going anywhere for a long time. Um, yeah. When when that kinda hit me, I was like, I gotta find some kind of an outlet or else I'm literally gonna lose my face. and you know, then I just started trying to write as much as I could and that was a that was a savior, you know, for me to be able to do that. Thankfully I, I had that that one in the old toolbox Areno or, you know, or else I don't know where I'd be right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, just uh, probably in, you know, therapy like the rest of us. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, playing to the five-year-old set. I mean, it's
0: also the yeah. lack of the feedback, yeah. right? Like, I feel like if you're going out and doing shows every night or a few nights a week or something, you at least get that chance to, even if you're not... Engaged in a yeah. two way conversation with someone, yeah. you get a response from yeah. the audience, you know? And well, like, it's the same with, I feel like writing at least that as an outlet, you maybe hear back from people you, you, like I feel like that is a big part of it and we've talked about yeah. that on the show a bunch like when you have a baby you're doing all this work and you're doing amazing stuff there's no but one. there's no one to like see you do that yeah, no and one like gets say, that. say like whoa that was amazing or whoa that was cool or like oh that was hard yeah. <laughs> like, wow that's really <laughs> or, like, awful that like, yeah. you had to do
1: that today Yeah. you yeah. or you're you. getting
0: better at that yeah. like yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and then, yeah. No one actually really cares. I think that's why that's how Instagram has gotten so successful. Yeah, like, because all these people are like, "Look, look, I did yeah. it! I made the baby eat the milk." You
3: know, yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: That's that's not what my Instagram looks like.
3: Not no, like not not mine either. I, I've, I've kept. I've pretty much left. It, it looks like I'm just living the same life I always have been on my Instagram. For some reason, it's a big secret.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wanna talk about one of the articles you wrote for self dot com about childbirth pain and you know, how some people tend to forget it and others do not. You mentioned that it hasn't really been studied but you talk with multiple people about their different experiences. I could ask this question for a million topics. Before you had a kid, what did you think this was going to be like? <laughs> After you had a kid, was it? I keep waiting for somebody to be like it was exactly like I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was totally right. Um, I would love that. Yeah, but what what did you, what was your perception about like pain and pregnancy. And has that changed?
3: <laughs> well, I thought, you know, I, I thought it was going to really hurt a lot. Yeah. I went in like, you know, for, for eight and a half or so months, I was I was on a happy, happy cloud. I didn't I didn't vomit. I didn't have any problem. You know, no complications. It was just like, la la la. <laughs> I'm on a big, happy endorphin, happy mommy, pregnant, happy time. Everything's great, you know. I'm gonna start my family, you know, just like, <laughs> and, and, and then and then at like eight and three quarters, I was like, wait, oh, this baby has to come out. Mm. Like, Shit! Oh yeah, that's a thing that has to happen, and yeah. that's gonna suck. And, um, and then, you know, and then it came out really like last minute kind of thing where I went in for one of my final mom exams and and the guy was like, Hey, you're out of amniotic fluid. Like it's gone. Uh, so we got to get this baby out. And I was like, great. I'll be back next week. No problem. And he was like, no, I mean today. And so, you know, I, I had, I had a C-section. So, so I, in a sense, I kind of was like a C-section, you know, it was not exactly a picnic either, but I Was legally allowed to have a baby high on, um, you know, like drugs, like yeah. like real, like good drugs, like on morphine. I had a baby yeah. legally on morphine. Now, usually, if you have a baby on morphine, they take it away. Yeah,
1: they did. Mm.
3: They're like, No, nope, you can't do that. But they were like, hey, Would you like some morphine? I was like, I, yeah,
1: please, more morphine, please. More, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I just want to break for just a second because, like you said, you know, there's plenty – that goes along with the C-section. But I yeah. do like the idea of, Phew, at least I don't have to deal with whatever I thought the pain was going to be of pushing a child out of my <laughs> vagina. You know, like Right, that. right, right. Whoa, just cut me open and I can't move for several weeks.
3: You know, but oh, like. <laughs>
1: afterwards, yeah.
3: No, it was a nightmare. After, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like a week. Uh, no, not a week. Maybe like four days afterwards. Maybe even less. I can, maybe two days. I can't remember. I I abandoned my family. I was like, I I have to go. And I just like, I left and I went to the hospital. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was like, you guys, there's something wrong with me. I think I'm dying. And they were like, you just had a baby. And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. There's something worse. Can you just check and make sure? And they, they checked me all out and they were like, you're fine. You just, you need to get some sleep. And, you know, and, and I was, I, I finally, you know, worked my way through it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was a train wreck. for. Like yeah, but good job going months. in to check. I mean, we yeah. are kind of programmed from birth as women to like, yeah. deal, suck it up. It's not a big not, deal, especially around pregnancy. And so... Uh, I'm a giant baby. When Whenever I...
3: Oh, man, I have
1: all my doctors on speed dial. Good. I'm, yeah.
3: <laughs> good. Get your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm paying for that insurance. I figure I might as well. well that's right. So and plus you yeah. can't really bring the baby to a lot of it, you know. No. You so I'm always like, oh, I did a doctor's appointment. Guess you're gonna have to babysit again, hun? You know, and then I split. <laughs> <laughs> just, so I do a lot of writing in doctor's office waiting rooms. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's
1: get back to the the pain and and the changing and the perception that that you were writing about.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, so so there was definitely. I mean, I just. I was really bummed in a way that I didn't get to have the pain that I mm. wanted. If, if that makes sense, like oh, I wanted yeah. the other kind of pain. I wanted the vagina pain, not yeah. the weird slice you open pain. Um, you know, but but either way, if, you know, my mom comforted me. She was like, "Listen, neither neither way is a, is a fun time. Okay, <laughs> no matter how the baby comes out, it, it's going to suck. All right, yeah. So, you know, it, in some ways, it's. In some ways, it's actually kind of nice because it was like ordering takeout. You know, I was like, hey, yeah, can how long's the the C-section going to take? She was like, yeah, about two hours. I was like, oh, let's do this. You know what I mean? It was like I could look at my clock and kind of plan it. I was like, all right, baby's out at four. You know, I was kind of
1: doing the math on, wow, it's, it's a short turnaround. Yeah, I'll do a stand-up show at eight. I can make it over. Yeah, right. It's not a big deal. I actually
3: sold my first story from my labor bed. I, like, wrote, was, you know, writing emails and stuff while I was in, in labor. I, I, I'm a crazy person. I'm telling you.
1: It's the beautiful <laughs> morphine-induced writing.
3: I pitched the <laughs> story, and, and, you know, it, it sold, like, while I was waiting to have my baby. So That was pretty fun.
1: Well, let's but talk I, about drugs and fun. You wrote a column for High Times for a while, and I guess— Let's talk about the intersection of motherhood and cannabis because you know we're out here in California where you know everything is legal now uh, yeah. and uh in lots of places it's legal, so this is actually something I think a lot of i mean in New York, I still had a phone number Here's <laughs> <I think so, laughs> yeah. your weed, but like. I do think this is a new area for a lot of of people. I think that's one of the reasons why
3: the stories are, you know, kind of intriguing and why a lot of people want to, you know, buy and read those stories because it's it's still a little bit weird. I mean, people look, moms have been smoking weed for as long as weed has been around, but they haven't been talking as openly about it. And then there's the whole other, you know, side where which I, I didn't really know or, or I guess think much about until it was pointed out to me that there are some moms who, you know, are not as able to be as verbal about it or, or you know, are at risk of maybe being um, treated a different way, you know, mothers of color or yeah. or what have you, um, you know, have a different perspective on what it's like to, you know, to, to be at that intersection of cannabis and parent, parenting. I personally am really in a kind of strange situation cuz i don't use i don't use it at all anymore yeah. and, but i did for like a, a long 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 time and um and it was awesome i loved being like a little stoner yeah. you know kid in maine growing up in the woods and like running around smoking weed with my friends but now that I'm a parent, I, I and writing for High Times, I don't use it anymore. So, so, do you see the do you see the kind of conundrum here of how much free weed I could be getting? Ah, oh, so yet?
1: much of the free weed. I too smoked for a very long time and then uh, stopped just before getting pregnant uh, with my first. And there have been many times over the last ten years of having children that I've been like, "Wow i I wonder." if i cuz there was a time i was like just whoever marries me needs to understand weed is a part of my life right like <laughs> <laughs> and so now yeah. i'm like i was talking to my husband about it cuz it's you know i pass i pass this dispensary every day you know when i'm coming to in here to record and i think do i want to get any i could and then i think I, I think i don't think i would have fun anymore Like, I don't think, like, it would serve the purpose that it used to serve for me. Like, I don't want to wake and bake and then power clean the house, right? Like, how do I do that? (laughs) Uh, So it is interesting, you know, I think if you, like, the difference of starting to use after becoming a parent
3: Right. well you know I mean, as a person who rides the subway a lot and you, you know this from living in the city you see all different types of people yeah. with their kids interacting with their kids and I see moms you know like yanking their kids by the arm oh, and yeah. grabbing them by the hair and I think to myself oh man like I I wish that mom knew that she should, like she should smoke a joint you know what I mean yes. like it, it, and, and a lot of moms actually have, in the many, many, many interviews I've done with different moms who do use cannabis, they've said over and over and over again, it makes me a calmer, more patient mother. And I mean, who isn't calm and patient when, you know, they're they're smoking a J. But, you know, I, I really have definitely learned a lot about the strengths and capabilities as a medicine. And I, I'm not really a medication person. I don't like to take pills unless it's morphine and I'm pregnant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that game it's great. Uh, let's wrap up on something that you're working on now. You're working on a, a solo show called Post Pardon Me. Tell us a little bit uh, about it.
3: Yeah. Um, so basically this show, if if it ever gets finished, it will be a miracle. <laughs> it's being written in snippets and, and bits while the baby's sleeping. It, yeah. When I'm in an elevator for two minutes. While I'm riding a bike, it's the slowest project that I've ever written. <laughs> um, it will take as long to produce and to birth as the actual baby that yeah. inspired it. It's a show about the experience of, of post, going through postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety um, because that's something that is getting more attention now, but it didn't for a long time. There are still a lot of people who've probably used a laugh and some education in that area. So it's, it's been a lot of fun to write it and hopefully people appreciate it and uh, hopefully and then we'll watch it too, maybe five or six or whatever, because, you know, I don't think that people understand this, but postpartum depression, um, it's not just about moms. It's also about parents and grandparents. You know, I, I knew a grandmother who took care of this kid full time and she ex- was experiencing basically like postpartum depression because it's very hard to be alone with this you know, little kid who can't talk or, or who can talk but can only talk in weird sentences and makes up words for things. And, I mean, it, it's it's really trying and testing on, on your spirit, as you know. And hopefully uh, I'll be able to turn
1: it into some real funny stuff. <laughs> Hilarious. No, no. Uh, you know, it's, it is. I mean, like, we talk about it all the time. The more people can talk about it you know, the better, the more the conversation can be between all parents, you know, regardless of gender, the better, you know, it's really something that affects a lot of people. And it's just yet another one of those things that we are, you know, told to not think about or talk about, or you should be ashamed. And, you know, again, just...
3: yeah, just, you know, yeah. Think about something else. Go do something else. What you need is a job. You know, I yeah. mean, there's so many things that people, people. can say
1: <laughs> brush it off. You know what you there's need? A... More children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll thank make sure so that much. we will link everybody up to where they can follow you and find out That's more right. about the show as it progresses along. Uh, yeah, thank you so much thank you ladies all right <laughs> thank you so much have a good one that bye bye send a message
0: pick up the phone when you like
2: back to WKEP
1: at night up next looks like we've got a PSA from local forest ranger duck newton
0: do I start now or
1: yeah lean in duck yeah sorry um okay I wanted to
2: address the unfortunate situation that okay listen
0: two people good people that I and a lot of y'all have known our whole lives are dead Torn to shreds. By A
2: savage, dead. bloodthirsty beast that defies human comprehension. If you'd like to know more, stop by the Kryptonomica, Kepler's Premier Museum of the Macabre. Just off highway. <laughs> come, I- come on. We just wanted to warn y'all, to, to beg you, if you see one of those things out in the forest, don't fight. Don't scream. Run. Run as far as you
1: can. Doc, it's almost midnight. Listen, folks, if you see anything, please go to thelamplighter.org and let us know. And get behind a locked door tonight. Anything else we need to... Oh, they're leaving. Okay, well, that's thelamplighter.org, and
2: stay safe out there, Kepler. Hello.
0: Accident of realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. Listen and subscribe at maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's like if the
2: guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist.
1: Woo! That was fun remembering that having a baby or kids in your house is hard. <laughs> and of course, talking more and more about, you know, postpartum. Depression and anxiety, and really just in general, how hard it can be for pretty much everybody involved. Sometimes, when a kid enters your house somehow, is a good reminder and a good thing to uh, not stop talking about. Yay! You know what? It's also good to not stop talking about. Uh, that is listening to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, Biz and Teresa. This is a rant. I'm a
2: military spouse, and my husband is gearing up for a 15-month deployment in December. So he has been gone most of the summer and home two weeks total since the end of May. We have a four-year-old son, and I work full-time. And we were getting really good at this until yesterday. And I came home from work yesterday to water, running in my son's bathroom. The faucet was on, and I had... We had been gone from the house for about 10 hours. And not only was the faucet on, the stopper was in the sink. So the sink was full and water was just overflowing because he had gone to the bathroom before we left the house. And he had washed his hands and didn't turn off the faucet and put the stopper in the sink. So I turned off the water. It still sounded like it was raining in our house, so I went downstairs. I looked downstairs, and water is pouring from what is left of our ceiling. And drywall is all over our couches, and insulation is falling, and the, the carpet is soaked. So I take my son to the neighbors. The neighbor comes, and... You get to pull other people and they help move furniture and they help me do all this stuff while I'm on the phone with USAA and the water mitigation people come in and with their fans and humidifiers and everything and start removing all the water. They have also taken every, the only thing in our bathroom now is a tub. The vanity is gone. The tile is gone. The toilet is gone. The only thing left in there is a tub. They've removed most of the ceiling in our basement, and apparently they're going to pick up their humidifiers and fans in about four days. Where We will then start the process of figuring out how much of the carpet is salvageable, what we can do to fix the bathroom, and how to put my house back together. You guys are doing a good job. I clearly am not
1: oh wow yeah first of all you you are doing <laughs> a a remarkable job yeah i mean that is an unbelievable
0: set of circumstances it really is like we don't think about that no. happening but like It's so easy. It's so incredibly easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 That's what's confounding about this. Like, how quickly it just
1: escalates. Like, I think about, I think about, Teresa, cute story of your children squirting the hose in through the mail slot. Right. And I think... Well, you know why that's a cute story because you were there to see it. Yeah. What if you had been in another part of the house yeah. and oh, yeah. they had just started squirting, and and then they got and distracted and, and, and they went, and went did somewhere, somewhere else.
0: else? Yeah. Yes.
1: In when we used to live in Brooklyn, we had uh, multiple floods in our basement, and that was where our bedroom was was down mm-hmm. in the basement, mm-hmm. and uh, it it is so much work to get that water. And to get the smell and to get, like, all of it mm-hmm. out. So I know the, like, sound of those humidifi- dehumidifiers yeah. are awful. The sound of the fans, the sound of all that pumping that water out of there, it is disruptive. It it, it ain't like a white noise machine that's going to soothe that baby a year back to sleep, right? Like, that's, and it's so discombobulating. It's so disorienting to have your house turned upside down like that it is so much and on top of that you know your partner is, is deployed yeah like that's enough right there yeah. to be a lot yes and to be like hard and difficult and like a
0: lot of emotionally like uh yeah. you know and I mean, people talk about like renovations being hard in yeah. the house. This is like an unplanned Planned renovation.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, it is so much of an unplanned renovation. And it, yeah, it could legitimately happen anytime. And yeah. I just have to say,
0: Good, baby, for washing your hands. I know. I like, and also thank you for this public service announcement because I, I feel like we're all gonna be really careful. Is <laughs> the water turned off? Did you turn the water off? Don't wash your hands. <laughs> do not <laughs> plug n- up that drain. Do Don't not ever do, do it. Ever Just plug it up. Plug the drain. In
1: fact, no water ever. Do not wash your hands. Lick them.
0: And stick them. Don't, don't do We're it. We're going to turn off our entire water line oh, every time we smart. leave the When house. you leave the house, actually, that is <laughs> a really... Lock the gate and turn, turn off, off the, the water, water line.
1: line. Very safe. Very smart. Just, you know, uh, I'm so sorry. Yes. That is... Yeah. It's... That's too much. Yeah. You are amazing. Yes, you are. Teresa, what did we learn today? We learned that the real hiding we didn't talk about was hiding ourselves Mm -hmm. far, far away from our responsibilities as parents and the noise of our children. Actually, a lot of the stuff that we talked about hiding as parents, I think actually is, like, some weird onion peel of the, like, hiding in the bathroom. Uh-huh.
0: Like, I just need this one yes. nice
1: thing, and the only way I can get yeah. this one nice thing is to literally yeah. hide it from everyone yeah. in my family. Yeah.
0: that is, It's the avoidance. Yeah. It's, like, avoiding yeah. dealing with stuff.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hiding away again from our feelings and responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my happy place, my Milano cookie bag. Uh, sometimes when I'm like at the store shopping, I'll be like, I really want that. Can I hide this? Mm-hmm. Is there a way I can have this in my house yeah. to bring me joy Yeah, without that joy being ruined? Yeah. We also learned that if you grew up in a house like mine, you will be really good as a parent and knowing where all of your kids hide Everything they don't want you to know about, I already know. Including the best make-out spots. Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we just learned that deception is, yet again, coming up on the old parenting
0: to-do list. Yeah. It's yeah. part of the day in and day out of parenting. Yep. Hide a little here,
1: hide a little <laughs> there. Physical, emotional, Underneath the stairs. <laughs> I could have gone underwear. That would have taken us somewhere weird. Guys, real quick. I want to announce that there's going to be a, a meetup. We have been informed of a meetup. Do, do, in Iowa. <laughs> The Iowa OBMs are having a meetup Saturday, October 12th from 12 to 3 at Big Grove Brewery in Iowa City. You can find out more details on the One Bad Iowan Facebook subgroup. God, I love our subgroup communities. And uh, join. You just, you come to the meetup. You deserve it. You deserve to get out. So, everyone in Iowa... Get to that meetup that everyone in Iowa, yeah, the entire yeah. state you can of get Iowa, there from
0: wherever, right? Yeah,
1: I don't know how Iowa works.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Biggest or smallish?
1: Everybody, you're doing a good job. Yeah, you are. This is, ugh,
0: it's impossible.
1: It is impossible. It's impossible. It is isolating. It is monotonous. It is a joy. At times. At times. And, but a lot of the day in and the day out aren't. And it's just, you're all doing a good job. And we see you. Yep. Like we really see you. Let's just all keep Getting up, doing it, going back to bed, doing it again the next day. And remember that when you have that feeling of, oh, my God, it's only 10 o'clock and I should be expected to not do anything else today. That's a real feeling. And you really shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks that we all have to anyway. Yep. But we see that feeling and acknowledge it. Yes. Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to, down I got to,
0: down
2: got to down low down Mama Blues. I got to low down Mama Blues. Gotta slow down Mama Blues. Low down Mama Blues. Gotta you low know down Mama Blues. Gotta low down Mama Blues. No that right.